Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. Alrighty, Outlaws. It's Thursday. I woke up really early this morning, like 5 o'clock. So I feel like I've already accomplished things today, such as reading poetry and poetics, working on the draft of a poem for a new manuscript, and now my podcast, and then I'm going to do my reading channel, and then I'm going to go feed the birds, which is just as important as everything else. Uh, No, it's way more important. Yeah, so today we're starting a new series, and my wonderful neighbor and friend, Catherine Audio, is actually the host of this co-host of Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws and the host of this series, which is called Elaborations. I decided that I wanted to have some teachers interviewed, and she is a teacher, so she is the best person to interview other teachers, I think. And I'm talking about elementary and high school teachers specifically, teachers who aren't necessarily poets themselves, but who have to and sometimes want to teach poetry as part of the curriculum. And, you know, I think that a lot of us, we had those early experiences that decided that we love or hate poetry or loved or hated it at certain points in our lives. And I'm very compelled by, you know, why? What happened to us early in our lives in terms of our relationship to reading, to listening to poems? What do teachers do with poetry in the classroom and why do they do it? What is their own experiences with poetry and how does it affect their teaching? So I think that's really fascinating. So I'm hoping to get even more teachers. I have five so far far that uh, Catherine has interviewed. And yeah, any teacher in elementary and high school who listens to this podcast and who wants to be interviewed about their experiences with poetry, both in their own lives and teaching it, can contact me at blackcrow.2 at hotmail.com and let me know, and I will hook you up with Ms. Audio. So today we have a grade three teacher, and he's in fact of the five teachers, the only teacher I do know, apart from Catherine herself, and uh, he lives down the street. His name is Gregory. And he talks in his elaborations about how he came to poetry through reciting Dennis Lee, Dr. Zeus. He loved the cadence of it and how the formalization of poetry in high school, including analysis of such things as Shakespearean sonnets, made things boring and didn't have that energy of engagement that kids really need. However, he did have a special teacher who... Uh, was interested in rock lyrics and especially Kiss and that connected more with the kids. And he talks about how he now teaches poetry at the start of every year and how poetry helps him out with kids for whom English is not their first language. Specifically, uh, he works with nonsense poems, sound poems, and then engages the kids with their own uh, poetic idioms, their own linguistic textures of their individual communities. And he says that he is just going to have a a superficial or silly answer to uh, what poetry means to him. But in fact, I, I think it's a very deep answer. And I think one of the major takeaways from this interview is that poetry is the enjoyment of words. 
And that is the core of it. When I was a kid, I started off sounding words to myself and I loved the way that they resonated and I would read anything I could get my eyes and mouth around, you know, cereal boxes, uh, you know, corporate names, signs down by the side of the road. And that's what drew me to poetry was the rhythm and textures and, and, and the, the magic, the mysticism of these spell-like conjurings that is our language. So he focuses on that and ends up by reading the on the Ning Nang Nong by Spike Milligan. So that really emphasizes just the joy that we need to feel in language and that I'm really hoping that elementary and high school teachers are bringing to their students because then they will be able to hold poetry within them, these students, their entire lives. So please enjoy Elaborations hosted by Catherine Audio with grade three teacher Gregory. This year, grade three. All right. And um, why don't you just start with your own early experiences with poetry? My early experiences with poetry are, I think, probably pretty standard for someone my age. Uh, read a lot of Dr. Zeus books when I was a little kid. But my biggest memory, of course, is reading the Dennis Lee books. So Garbage Delight, Alligator Pie, Marching Around the, the House reciting them over and over and over and over again. You would recite them out loud? Oh, yes. They have sort of a marching cadence, and you can kind of stomp around Ah, and really get into it. That's really fun. So as you moved into junior high uh, and high school, how did your relationship with poetry change, or did it stay the same? I think it became very formal and, to be honest, a little bit boring. Um, The biggest actual poetry lesson I can remember was sometime in high school and having to do, you know, a formal analysis line by numbered line. I, I think of some Shakespeare thing or, 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 or something similar. It, it just wasn't very, you know, engaging for me. Uh, the, the best experience I had in grade school with poetry, my grade nine uh, language arts homeroom teacher had us uh, analyze rock and roll lyrics in class that's cool trying to find the meaning and the the symbolism and things that's really cool did you get to choose your own lyrics no um she chose what she thought we would like (laughs) and what she deemed safe so believe it or not lots of kiss lyrics (laughs) okay so you're teaching little kids now and and so what are some of the techniques that you use when you're teaching poetry in your own classroom well poetry for me has changed dramatically over the course of my teaching career. Uh, it, it used to be the case that, like most teachers, I would teach poetry near the end of every year, simply because that's where the outcomes occur in the curriculum, and you just follow along, and, and that's where it happens. These days, I actually teach poetry at the beginning of the year. Most of my students are English language learners or 
students that are maybe behind a grade or more in language arts. So I start with poetry, uh, simple things, limericks, small rhyming poems, and actually gibberish poems like Jabberwocky, because it gives them a chance to access English language in a short, fun, engaging way. Oh, that's really cool. So everyone's sort of on the same level because yeah. it's gibberish. Yeah. Well, so the, the way it works, I, well, I will play them, you know, someone famous reading Jabberwocky out loud. And every kid, even the really low ones, they understand what, what that's about. They, they understand that there's something scary happening, maybe a, a battle, maybe an encounter of some kind. They understand that there's a feeling of relief at the end and a celebration, and they get that. And then they're surprised to find out that those words aren't English language words. I then usually play them something like uh, Waltzing Matilda, the Australian National Anthem, right after. And they listen. And they, they kind of have an idea that, oh, well, that's an uplifting. And they're like, yes, it's gibberish. And I'm like, no, actually, it's not. That That's, you know, the, the slang and the, the language specific to a community. And so I show them that the communities they belong to have specific language and they can use that to write their own gibberish poems that the others of us in the class might not understand but do understand because of how they present the words wow that's really cool yeah so let me ask you the deep question then what is poetry to you and why does it matter i'm going to respond with a not deep answer poetry to me is a chance to enjoy words and to explore emotions and sometimes amplify my own emotions or dig into myself, but in a less formal way that I can make it whatever I want. When I read, I tend to read kind of stuffy British literature, old-fashioned books. Sometimes you just want something short and that gets to the point of something in a, in a quick, meaningful way. And so I use it as an outlet for emotions that I need to explore and quite often I just use it to be silly. Well I think that's a great segue into the poem that you've chosen. Can you tell us a little bit about that and go ahead and read it? Sure. The poem I have chosen is On the Ning Nang Nong by Spike Milligan. Uh, you might be familiar with him. He's a famous British humorist and, and author. He's a founding member of the Goon Show after World War II and all these great things. And he just happens to be someone that is insane in a delightful way and explores just being crazy through words. So this is called On the Ning Nang Nong. On the Ning Nang Nong, where the cows go bong and the monkeys all say boo. There's a Nong Nang Ning where the trees go ping and the teapots jibber-jabber-jew. And on the nong-ning-nang, all the mice go clang, and you just can't catch them when they do. So it's ning-nang-nong, cows go bong, nong-nang-ning, trees go ping. Nong-ning-nang, the mice go clang. What a noisy place to belong is the ning-nang-ning-nang-nong. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Gregory. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians. <laughs>